The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Thursday, September 30th, and this is the Thursday Night Football Gambling Preview. We'll talk about Bengals, Jags, and the feed at Brady Quinn Football Show. Pow, pow, pow. Coming up Thursday night, recap, and of course, our weekly pick show, and then we'll recap all the games from Week 4 and Sunday. But joining me now to uh, to break down week to the Week 4 Thursday Night Game, you can watch us. Live on YouTube on Thursday night after the game is over. Not you won't watch us, but you'll, you can watch me, Breach and Wilson. But joining me now, Tyler Sullivan, aka Sully. Sully, what's up, buddy? It's happening. Well, how you doing? I'm doing good. Um, yeah, I'm good. Good week, week three, three good weeks in. Three weeks in. I feel like I may have hit a wall. Yeah, you know, it feels you know because your week one is like it doesn't matter how much sleep you get in week one. You know, you're enthusiastic, you're excited. You know, football's back. And week two, you're sort of you're like, all right, all right, I kind of like that. You know, let's roll it again. Week three, you're like, okay, I am, uh, I am wearing myself out here, and and you kind of hit a wall, and at some yeah. point, I'm probably that, that is that is me a little bit, but I, for me, this week, I'm I'm fully injected with Tom ah, Brady, yes, Brady Belichick, I, yes, you know, so that hasn't happened yet. Uh, when we talk on Monday to preview Monday Night Football, that is me going to be hitting a wall, sir. Yeah, that is that is going to be a tough. Oh, but and you'll be at the stadium on Sunday <laughs> oh, yeah. night, right? Oh yeah, uh, you know, we I might not sleep. Have- I might we, have, we have Sally call into the, the pod from the from the from the stadium. Okay, I'll be I'll, I'll be around. Let's do it. Okay. Um, if you want to use your football expertise to win big time cash prizes, now is your chance with the football pick them from CBS Sports. Correctly pick the entire slate of games, and you can win a hundred thousand dollars this week and every single every single week by sweeping the board uh, just by visiting cbssports.com slash picks. And even if no one wins the jackpot, we still give $1,000 in guaranteed cash to the winner each week and $5,000 to the season-long champs. So don't wait. Make your picks and compete for the $100,000 jackpot today by visiting cbssports.com slash picks. So uh, the Thursday night game is not exactly Pat's Belichick-Brady. It's not, it is not Belichick-Brady. It's Bengals-Jaguars and the Bengals 2-1. and one. First place in Cincinnati Bengals. John Breach's Bengals are a seven and a half point favorite with an over under a total of 45 and a half. Sully, your thoughts on this game? Well, I, first of all, I think we need to sell it a little bit differently. Like, I mean, yes, I'm excited saying, about this game. I am too. And it's, and it's a, you know, it's, it's a, Trevor a, Lawrence, a, Joe Burrow. Exactly. It's exactly what I was going to say. It's not, you know, Bengals, uh, Jaguars. It is Joe Burrow, number one pick in 2020, going up against Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in 2021. We, and, you know, that is and, a good By the way, Trevor choice. Lawrence. Got his butt kicked by Joe Burrow in the in the national championship two years ago, when which it. helped launch Joe Burrow to the number one overall pick. You know that's what I think we need to look at. So so to me, you know, it's going to be an exciting game. You know, these these ones to me, I think are, are fun when it looks like it's going to be a little bit more. You know, it's about the quarterbacks. It's about these number one guys. Sure, and see how they slot perform. It can get fun on a primetime like Island game. Exactly. And, and with Lawrence too, this is a big game for him. I mean, he hasn't looked great to start off his pro career, and again. Not all of that's on him. A lot of that is just the Jaguars and, and what Urban Meyer is kind of cooking up or, or not cooking up down there for him. So it will be be interesting to see what they do against the Cincy defense. 
Yes, it will. That Cincy defense, by the way, will not feature Pro Bowl. I can't remember. I don't think he was all pro. I know he was Pro Bowl. All pro, yeah. He was all pro, right? Jesse yeah. Bates, yeah. the uh, safety. He is out with a neck injury. Also missing from this game, T. Higgins, second-year star wide receiver. And Trevor Lawrence, his old boy from uh, from Clemson with a shoulder injury. He'll be out for the second straight game. Um, Chidobia Woozy is doubtful as well but it looks like they're going to dodge most of the injuries except for those two big ones. The Jaguars have not released their uh, Wednesday injury, their, their Wednesday injury report yet, unless I'm missing it. I haven't seen it, but did you say Trey Waynes is looking like he's going to play as well? Trey Waynes is full practice back to back yeah. day. So he should okay. be good to go. He's not, I mean, he's not listed here. They, they didn't even give him a designation cool. for Wednesday. So he should be fine. Uh, Riley Reef as well, no designation, so he should be uh, good to go for the for the Jaguars. Cam Robinson and uh, Cam Robinson was full practice on Tuesday, so you have to think they feel good about that. And Andrew Norwell was limited practice both days, so he 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 remains to be seen. Josh Lambeau is didn't practice on Tuesday for some personal reasons. Hmm. But it looks like the Jaguars are mostly healthy. That Jesse Bates injury is pretty big. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, and T. Higgins is kind of big too. Um, I tend to look towards the under in this game. Short week, two not bad teams, but uh, the Jaguars haven't been good on either side of the ball. The Bengals are one of the lowest uh, pass rate. They're they're the highest pass or like it's, it's high. They don't run. They don't pass the ball. They run the ball. They, they pass the ball a lot less than expectation, and that is that's been true for three weeks. And that data is legitimate, which means we should expect the Bengals to be pretty sluggish in their pace and and be and run the ball a ton. This feels like a Joe Mixon explosion game, you know. And while I don't mind the overs for some receivers, which we'll talk about a little bit, um, you know, I, I I just don't think I think if I'm looking at a total here, it's under. And if I'm oh God, I don't, I, the side is stinky, seven and a half. It's like begging you to take it's the Jaguars. Tough. They really are. And so for like, me, please, I, I, somebody I, better, somebody better. Yeah, the they're just like, hey, listen, can you help them out? They're not only 0-3 on the season, they're 0-3 against the spread. Mm-hmm. One of four teams to do it. it. It's just, it's it's not great. Can you please help us out? Take the points with Jacksonville. I'm not going to. I'm going with Cincinnati here. Yeah. Again, I don't love laying the seven and a half, but when you just when you look at both of these teams, it it feels like one is riding a little bit high. Obviously, the Bengals getting that win in Pittsburgh. They're coming in, again, short week, tough, but they seemingly are a professional for, uh, organization that can handle a short week. We don't know what Urban Meyer is going to look like in a short right. week. That you know, It already hasn't looked great when he has a full week to prepare. What is it now when it's completely shortened down on a Thursday night? So that one, to me, really scares me if you're, if you're taking the points there with Jacksonville. Yeah, and I think Cincinnati's defense is better than people give it credit for. You know, yeah. we, Eight fewest I, since, yards allowed in the league, I believe, right now. In fact, wow. I would not have guessed this. Uh, this was updated as of yep Tuesday evening. Football Outsiders. How? Uh, where would you have guessed? Where would you guess that the Bengals rank in defensive DVOA? Well, that answer that that reaction makes me think it's in it's in the top ten. Mm, that's a good guess. It's in the top five. Woo! Bengals are fourth in defensive DVOA. Wow, that is really surprising. Don't tell Jaguars. Breach. Ar- don't tell Breach. He's already riding too I high. Know, right? The Jaguars are twenty seventh in uh, in in DVOA, which is I don't know, not good out of thirty two teams. And then offensively, 
Cincinnati. Cincinnati's 25th, but Jacksonville's 29th. So, yeah, I think the under in Cincinnati is where I would look here. The, the Bengals are definitely a survivor pick uh, that you can use. Don't be afraid to fire them up. I've got four teams in the league. The only league I did that are still alive, knock on wood, I'll probably split them between the Bengals and the, the Saints. Yep. Who get the Giants? But I, I don't think you should be afraid to fire up the Bengals as a survivor pick in this spot. And you know, I also don't think. Just I'm looking to see what the. I'm kind of interested in the first half spread, oh, mainly because I'm concerned about the Jaguars possibly coming through the back door. Would not mind the Bengals minus four first half. Yeah, if I've got no side or total, I, I, I you like know I think lot. I think they'll be leading at halftime. And I would I, the seven and a half is just a little concerning about them storming through the back door, I, but I think under in Bengals is the way I would look in this game. I, yeah, I can't, I'm, you can't back the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, it's it's Bengals and under, and you know, there's a lot of stuff to point to too. I mean, Jaguars one and six against the spread over their last seven games. The Bengals are six and two against the spread in the last eight home games. So they they've been playing pretty well at home again, and a lot of that's even without Joe Burrow. If you go back to last year too, so yeah. you know they have been able to play well at home at Paul Brown Stadium. And again, like you said, that defense. Sneaky good, sneaky good, and against the team yep. and the Jaguars that lead the league in giveaways. Correct. You know that. You know again, they, they're they're bang, obviously they're not going to have Jesse Bates in this one. That's a huge factor that we have to throw in there when we're talking about that defense. But still, they have some playmakers there that they'll be able to shut them down. Yep. All right. So uh, Sully and I both on the Bengals and the under in the spot. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do some player props. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So, we got uh, player props, which I think I forgot to send it to Debo, but I, I know. I did too. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, well, what do you, uh, tell me when you like, or, or unless you want me to start. No, 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 I can go. I'll, I'll start with Joe Burrow. I like the over on his passing touchdowns at one and a half. Mm. To me, you know, again, you know, Pro Football Focus had this. He is the highest passer rating in the red zone in the NFL through the first three weeks. 
and he's had passing touchdowns, multiple passing touchdowns in all three of his games so far, three last week against Pittsburgh. To me, that one just seems like a very, very strong bet against a Jaguars uh, secondary that, you know, I just don't know what they're going to look like on a short week with Urban Meyer coaching that team. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's a, I like that spot. Minus 190, obviously expensive. Yeah. But you would think that he'll he'll throw the ball enough to get those two passing touchdowns. It, you know, in line with that, I like – let me see if I can find it on uh, on old Caesars here. If you go to uh, anytime touchdown – that's not helpful. I, I guess I can do that later. Um, anytime touchdown, Jamar Chase, plus 105. Yep, love that. That's one of my, that's one of my best right. bets on here. Yeah, sorry, Debo. That's it's under TD score. Uh, if you're watching, you can watch us bring these up on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six if you're so inclined. Ooh, anytime doubled. I mean, with Chase, I mean, Dude, you might as well just ride the train. You might as well see what happens here. He's he's been scoring a scoring machine to start yes. the year. Joe Burrow is constantly looking his way. T. Higgins is not playing in this game. Like we were just saying, he has one of the best, or he has the best passer rating in the red zone in the NFL through the first three weeks. He's going to look his way if they get into that red area, and he's been successful doing it. Absolutely. All right. I like Jamar. Yeah. So, do we just move it down to 103 just by talking about it? Amazing. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's Steve on a different version of the site. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did move it down. Look at us wow. swinging live, Sully, live on YouTube. Movers huh. and shakers over Movers here. Movers and shakers. That's right. Steam. It's called Steam, kids. Um, the uh, other one I like in terms of receivers, if we go back to player props and receiving yards. I am a big fan of the over here on Tyler Boyd, 59 and a half receiving yards. It's juice minus 115. Not surprising. But no T. Higgins. I think Tyler Boyd clears this pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, you're opening things up. This Joe Burr should have a pretty easy time throwing the football around, particularly in the first half. That's probably where you're going to want to see the bulk of those receiving yards happen because if they do get a lead going into halftime, that feels like Joe Mixon just, you know, really, you know, carrying them Correct. heading into the second half there. Uh, if you want to go to the top, Debo, it's it's right at the top. I got Trevor Lawrence. My This is my number one best bet of the of Thursday Night Football. I don't know if the numbers have changed here, but I do love the over on his – oh, I think it's at the bottom. I'm sorry, Debo. I just told you to go to the top, but it's at the bottom. His over on 22-and-a-half pass attempts at mm. plus 105. So you're getting plus money there. Again, I'm envisioning a scenario – where the where the Jaguars are going to be trailing in this game. They're going to have to be throwing a lot in the second half. And if you look at the Bengals, again, we talk about how great their defense has been to start the year, but they're allowing 68.2% completion percentage and an average of 30 completions per game through three games. So if they just even go with that average, which was with Jesse Bates, you know, you're looking at Trevor Lawrence saying, all right, there is a very easy path to see here with him where he's throwing a lot in this game. And again, this is a secondary that so far – has allowed receivers to catch the football. I would agree with that. I also like the Joe Burrow under pass attempts. If you can get it at 30 or, oh yeah, 30 and a half. There we go. Under 30 and a half pass attempts. You may not have pass attempts available on your site. If you don't, don't, I would go take under Joe Burrow completions and, you know, we're essentially looking for a similar situation to what we had last week where the Bengals were leading by double digits almost the entire game. I believe it was the entire game, right? I mean, didn't they score? Yeah, they were, uh, Oh no, I got to take it back. It was seven all. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Never mind. They, they didn't, they didn't actually make it a two score game until the third quarter when Evan McPherson kicked a 43 yard field goal. 
and th- but they led basically the whole time, the entire second half. And Joe Burrow had 18 passing attempts and four, 14 passing completions. They're not going to worry about his volume here. They're going to let him move the ball down the field, maybe take some shots to 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 Jamar Chase and or work it through with Tyler Boyd. They're not going to try and pass the ball a bunch. They're going to be a ball control, feed Joe Mixon, play defense. Now, look, all this goes out the window if the Jaguars go up you know, 21 nothing. but that would be a pretty shocking turn of events given what we've seen from Jacksonville in the last few you know weeks. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's why I like Joe Burrow is under on his passing yard totals as well. I mean, it's it's the same same concept that they're not really going to throw it, throw a huge amount limits the opportunities for him to actually, you know, get these chunk yards. Yes, always a chance that, you know, Jamar Chase rips off a 65 yard touchdown and he's sure. pretty much halfway home there at that point. But ultimately, in the scenario that we see most likely going down, it is a scenario where Joe Mixon's running the ball a lot. They're not passing, particularly in the second half. And it's keeping a very low workload on Joe Burrow in that you know in the passing game for the Bengals. Yeah, and again, I think I mentioned Tyler Boyd's over receiving yards. So Jamar Chase, and it's it's a little tricky too because you're saying like over Tyler Boyd receiving yards, Jamar Chase catches a touchdown, but under Joe Burrow passes it. You know, right? But that's basically been done throughout the year. We're not just kind of you know constructing that out of nothing. The Bengals have actually been doing that over these last three weeks. You know, right. like, like what was Burrow had uh, three passing touchdowns last week. 14 of 18 for 172 yeah. and three touchdowns last week. Right. The right. week before, Burrow was 19 of 30 for 207 and two touchdowns. So, I mean, still underneath all of those, you know, right. totals. And then in week one against the Vikings, the game they also won, Burrow was he, I think he 20 of 27 for 261 and two touchdowns. Oh, okay. So there you go. So, I mean, yeah, he went over that, that, that prop, you know, for this week in terms of his passing yard total, but still not by much. This is not what they want to do offensively is to, you know, and, drop them back 50 times and start chucking the ball over the field. And the Vikings, historically, over the past couple two years, I guess that's not really historically, over the past two years, the Vikings have done a good job of raising the number of plays that their opponents make because they get trailing and then they start throwing. They have this hot, crazy, you know, comeback passing game they use with Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. And so I, I think that's the spot where, you know, you're not, you might not see that from Jacksonville. I don't think Jacksonville is going to storm back and, and run it up. The other one, I, did we have ru- uh, rushing attempts on there? I like Mixon. Uh, yeah. We haven't done that yet, but that's I have that on my board too. I had it at 20. There was 20 and a half, and I feel like that's stealing money. Yeah. I feel like that is absolutely stealing. Because he, he's second in the league right now, only looking up to Derrick Henry in terms of rushing attempts. And again, oh, 19 and a half here, minus 125 is a hammer. Oh, absolutely. If, yeah, if it's might, going down, yeah, please. All day. Yeah, I might need to log in and, and make <laughs> that's when you that's when you know it's a it's a legit play when Will's hey, lot when, when Will's logging yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's like, that's, when, when it's like, oh, that's a good play. It's when I'm like, oh, I gotta log in real quick. Hold on, <laughs> BRB. Um, all right. Any uh, what's your uh, what's your oh first touchdown scores? So exactly. I couldn't find. I gotta tell you, I looked at this on. I bet two on on hashtag my local. Let me see what I bet. Uh, I took. I didn't put them up on the. I, think, I bet since he's defense, okay. Since he's defense and Trevor Lawrence for t- first uh, touchdown scores, um, we have. I got twenty to one on since he's defense and twenty two to one on Trevor Lawrence. I was not in love with the numbers here. Um, yeah, so you see Lawrence there twenty to one, and uh, they don't do defense on um on uh, on William Hill, so you won't you won't be able to ha- get that. But 
if you look at first touchdown score, anything pops out. See, Mixon's plus 375, Jamar Chase plus 550, Boyd 675, Robinson is under 10 to 1. I can't really get excited about really any of these. I would probably bet Joe Burrow 16 to one, but he doesn't, they haven't been letting him run at all. And they don't want him to run. I was going to say they, they're not going to let him do that. You know, particularly at the goal line. It, it's just so far we haven't seen it from him. to me. I, I, I guess if I had to go with one, it would be Jamar chase just because again, five and a half touchdowns. It, it's yeah, exactly. It's not great value. It's not, not something like you said, I'm super excited about, but if we're talking about who's been that guy, when they get down there, it, it's been Jamar chase. For sure. And so I might, this might be a case where I take Trevor Lawrence, maybe uh, put a little bit more and just go Jamar Chase and just hope it hits or just stay away from it. You don't have to, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, hard. It could be a stay away. It, it's a stay. I, I'm a, I'm a bit, I love betting first touchdown. I mean, there's just, there's not a lot here. This is similar to Sun, uh, Monday night's Eagles Cowboys game where, you know, we bet the, I mean, we had like six skill position guys, but they were all around like 11 or like 12 to one to 16 to one. And maybe, and, and then, or in other words, I guess my point is, if you bet all those guys, it gets expensive to get the return you want. And then Zeke Elliott plunges in and, you know, it is what it is. Like Mixon, more than likely going to be the first touchdown score. But plus 375, you obviously can't bet that. All right. Uh, any long shot props for you? No, that was really that was really about if we're if we're doing these, you know, again, I, I like looking for these long shot plays. It's it's around these first touchdowns and anything along those lines. And I don't really love the value anywhere. I would again, I would probably lean towards Chase just because he's been that guy in that area. But ultimately, again, in this scenario and in, in, in this area of these props, it's kind of a stay away from me. Okay, uh, I would take uh, Jamar Chase to score two or more touchdowns. I think okay. That's kind of not that I'd love it, but I think it's kind of an interesting bet yeah. at, at plus 625. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a path there. Is there one for, if you have it in front of you, was there one yeah. for uh, for Joe Mixon? Uh, two touchdowns plus 340. Yeah. It's yeah. not great. No. It's like no. three to one. I mean, two touchdowns is a lot of touchdowns. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah for, oh, yeah. for a skill position guy in a single game. Um, the uh, only other um, the only other prop that I had that I really wanted to uh, bring up was Marvin yeah. Jones receptions over mm -hmm. five and a half, and I believe that was at plus money. He, you know, again, leads the leads the team in targets. He's had, you know, six catches in each of his last two games. It's it's again, it's razor thin, but when you're talking about the volume that he's been consistently getting over these first few weeks and the fact that we think that they're going to be throwing a lot in the second half, that's the guy he's going to be throwing to. It, it, Marvin Jones has been his kind of outlet so far. He's kind of established himself as that number one receiver there. I thought it was going to be LaVisca Chenault to start the year, but clearly it's been Marvin Jones so far. So to me, Again, if you can get five, over on the five and a half at plus money, he, he has the resume to do it. All right, I dig it. Let's talk about some DraftKings. And when you go to as Debo, oh, there you look at Debo, bring it up right away. I had it shared. Amazing. So, uh, I've I feel like we're about to pop on one of these. Sully. Yeah, yeah we're getting we, close. We've been I don't dancing. Win a million bucks, but I feel like we're gonna. I had a I had a lineup. I had a couple lineups that I I made about five hundred dollars on Monday night. Nice. It was good. I mean, no, I. I spent, I, I, I entered, uh, it's all gone now, but I, I did win it. No, 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 no. I was saying like, I entered like, uh, I entered a hundred dollar entry yep. and then like placed. Yeah. And then I, I also entered like a, you know, a, a couple of the $15 ones and, and, and hit all those. But, um, I was trying to explain to Pete Prisco that contest selection is, you know, it's important on Sundays when you do your DFS. It's also important for, for this, for the, you know, for the, for the showdown, you know, yeah, you can, sure. if you enter 10, 10 lineups in this $15, you know, Millie maker, I mean, you're just probably not going to win a million dollars. Like, and, and, and you could end up chopping it a ton anyway. Where you could take, you know, you could do three lineups in this and go put, 
you know, one lineup in the hundred dollar one. And if you have a decent lineup in the hundred dollar one, you're going to double up your money. And as opposed to, it's just less likely that you're going to double up on these, but anywho, let's try and help people out. Joe Burrow, of course, the highest price captain on this slate. Good Lord. 17, four. That is a pricey captain spot for Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon, 16, five, also pricey. Trevor Lawrence, 15, six, Jamar Chase, 15, three, James Robinson, 14-1. And then you start to drop down to Marvin Jones. Uh, T. Higgins at 12 is out, which should create a little bit of wiggle room and, and soft pricing there. Tyler Boyd, 11-1. And DJ Tark, 10-8. That rounds out the five-figure guys over at the Flex. When you look at it, Joe Burrow, of course, still most expensive, 11-6. And then Mixon, no surprise in the in the the pricing here at all. Um, what uh, I bet you want to do the exact same thing I want to do, Sully, which is smash Joe Mixon in the captain spot. Yeah, I love him there. You know, again, it's really tough to get either Burrow or Mixon. I've been trying to make these lineups to make it, you know, make it make some sense. But to me, I do love Mixon in this spot to try to, you know, again, cash in. He's going to see a ton of touches. He's going to, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm saying that he's going to get over 20 touches. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the over on that prop. So let's translate it into DraftKings and let's see if he can actually produce with it. And again, I, I think he will. You know, this, this Jaguars defense isn't particularly great against the run. All right. So we want to get. I don't know that you can do Mixon, Burrow, and Chase, can you? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. This is but this is my. You can definitely. You can definitely. Well, you can do, do it. it. Yeah, it's right. just you know. There's just not, not a ton of value in this two hundred dollar range. I don't believe the only lineup that I you know again you know I haven't found one yet that I like with Mixon that you know really gives me a lot of flexibility outside of the captain spot. The one that I, you know, I'm looking at where I can, you know, I can fit Mixon and I can fit Burrow is if I throw Trevor Lawrence in that captain spot and really bank mm. on that second half where he's starting to throw around a little bit more. Or if he's just, you know, if he just has a good game, it just keeps turnovers free and he just ends up, you know, throwing a bunch because he has to stay in it with Joe Burrow. Because at that point, you can throw Burrow, you can throw Mixon, and you got my guy Marvin Jones. And oh, so you're Carl not going chase there and you go Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, and then out, and then again, you're you're at the bottom of the barrel a little bit sure. now, and so I'm at Car I was throwing Carlos Hyde and Jacob Hollister. Okay, but you, I mean, that's, I mean, Carlos Hyde's probably going to get, um, what eight He'll to, get touches? Yeah, I mean, and then he, I believe he only last got two week, carries against Denver, but he's seeing thirty four percent. He's seeing roughly around twenty five snaps or so. You just you know they're just going to pound him up the middle. So you said we had Jacob Hollister believe, there, and I believe last week. Yes, am I looking okay. at that right? Yep, he had six targets last week. So okay. yeah, you know. James Robinson doesn't get passing down work. Yeah, wait, who had? Oh, Hollister had six targets. Yeah, Hollister had six. Yeah, targets. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, who is wait, who is getting the Jaguars passing down work? Oh, second, who got the target? Is anybody getting targets in the running game? Well, Robinson had a big week last week, but I'm I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, Robinson got six for six. Yeah, yeah, yeah Robinson. Hmm. Yeah, this is tough. If you want to, because you really want to have Mixon or Burrow up there, but you can't, it's just expensive. I mean, I guess you could go, could you go Robinson? And then how many of these guys can you jam in there? Get Lawrence, you got, eh, golly. Yeah, it does. This one is a little bit of a tricky. Um, this is a really top heavy pricing. It's yeah, that's what, that's what's really kind of, you know. So I want Mixon, I want Mixon in there. Yep. Um, I wonder if, if they spread it out enough where you go Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd and just not use Joe Burrow. You paid Burrow. Yeah, because you're getting it on that. And end. you're just hoping you're picking up all the other, you're soaking up the targets everywhere else. Uh, Chenault has not been excited. Can we get Marvin Jones in there? Plug Marvin Jones in there. Obviously, we can't pay for Trevor Lawrence at that point. 
I'm gonna throw the Bengals defense in there. Ooh. And Jacob Hollister. Do we want to do Jacob Hollister? Or do we want to do Jamal? I don't hate Hollister. I don't hate that move. I know they just traded for a tight end, but I don't, you know. Dan Arnold from uh from Carolina. Can't can't envision, you know, that hap, you know, him completely. No, yeah, Agnew's not that. playable. He doesn't get enough, he doesn't get enough snaps. He's a you know, I guess you do get points if he returns a kick to the house, but that's not that's not worth it. So let me just look at Alden Tate's snaps real quick because he's at least an interesting name. But at, at that point, if you go Alden Tate, yeah. Oh, ooh, this is interesting, Sully. Yep. Alden Tate, 57% of the snaps okay. against the Bengals last week. I mean, against the Steelers last week when T. Higgins was out. But I tend to think that if you go mixing in this situation and you have the Bengals defense and you're, you're basically banking on a, a passing attack, Hmm. So you go Hollister there. Yeah, so I I'm I'm gonna plug that one in right now. Yeah, yeah, not terrible, not terrible. Not terrible. So in other words, if you go mixing, if you go mixing in the captain spot, you're gonna have to pick between Jamar Chase and you have to pick one of Jamar Chase, uh, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's see. I'm just trying to see if we jam this thing in. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. No, I, I, actually, wait. Hold on. How did I do that? <laughs> How did I make that happen? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I kind of like that. Read that one down. Let's do it. Mm. So Burrow chase and just take the Bengals defense out. Yeah. I'm gonna plug that one in. I, I think the Bengals defense is viable in this in this setup though for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying wow. to get him in a bunch of season long leagues just because I like streaming defenses and a bunch of people were on it. So it's it's again it's a it's a popular one. Yeah. At um. Yeah. This is not a. It's a, tough, a great, it's, a, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough captain. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough, it's, tough showdown slate. You're, it's essentially the decision making you make up top, obviously impacts what you do down low. Yeah, but it's you know, yes, that's how it's it's very basic when you say it like that. But for this week in particular, it's well, like the the Cowboys uh, Eagles was not hard at all to get no. everybody in there that you needed, yeah. and you just had to you had to guess right on Dalton Schultz versus Blake Jarwin. And you had to you had to you know guess right on one of those defenses probably, but this is feels like more like, you know, you have to you have to correctly guess which, which which top end guy is going to go off, and or maybe two top end guys you had to have them in your lineup, and so uh, yeah, there's a there's there's this is a, a very difficult um, thing to uh, to deal Separ with. Separates right. the men from the boys. This That's is right. This is real. Let's well let's hey look let's stay hot, Sully. Great stuff as always, and. Uh, Okay, talk to you either Sunday or Monday.